0: Well, it's exactly almost 1.30 in the morning here, actually almost 2, sorry, and um, couldn't sleep. My name is Fred Carvalho, and uh, this is, I call it, my Christian hour, and I don't always talk about scripture but I talk about the scriptures I have read and what my impression God gives me inside what he what he leaves inside of me and uh I had uh, drifted away from the church for a little while for about 3 months cuz I was very sick and um I knew that something was wrong with me so I did a lot of praying and soul searching. And I can tell you one thing, we are on this earth on borrowed time. We really are. Not trying to be negative, but according to scripture. All that was written in scripture, in the Old Testament, if you compare it to what is going on in our world, you can actually see and feel inside you, and when you finish reading you'll say, wow, it's parallel, it really is, it's parallel because a lot of the things that happened then are happening today. We're living in turbulent times. As Christians, we need to be aware. Christ wrote that we would be persecuted. Okay? We would be persecuted following him. Now, I'm sure a lot of you know, as I've known too for a long time. Oh, excuse me, long time is that we know that the changes are coming. As a Christian, we should be able to feel it inside of us. We have that 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 feeling, but it's not a feeling of fear. You know, it's not a feeling of fear because Christ says, we, you know, taught us, if Christ is with us, who can be against us? So we have a winning situation there. So we have to know that now is the time for us to come closer to God more than ever in prayer, our own prayers, you know, talking to Him. I do asking for his wisdom his guidance for clarity and understanding because that is the important part is clarity and understanding and knowledge as we go down this path here on earth we have to look at it and say you know you can, you can feel that there's a change. Now, as you know during this, epi- this epidemic, this pan- uh, yeah this pandemic is that they tried to close a lot of churches. Thank God, a lot of the preachers stood up and fought and won. They tried to to put a lot of preachers in jail. They arrested a few, but guess what? They were let out immediately. They didn't win. So now, we have our children who were wearing masks in school. A child. And people were being forced to wear masks. It wasn't even say, hey, listen, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, oh well, you know, no. They were forcing people to wear a mask because it was part of Satan's game was to control the people. And then the people here on earth were basically gonna turn our country who was that was established in the how do you say, in, in Christian ideology, in Christian beliefs, it was established by Christianity. So what they wanted to do was destroy us, control us, and basically bring communism in to destroy Christianity. And see, that's the devil's ploy. That's got nothing to do with these politicians who think they're making decisions because they're not making any decisions. Not even in the long run. The devil is playing games. You know? He knows this time is running very, very near and very, very short. Okay? So he's trying to create as much of havoc as he can, confusion... Turmoil, all the wonderful adjectives we can use and verbs we can use. He's trying to destroy the earth because he's here to do one thing kill, destroy, and steal. That's what his traits are steal, destroy, and kill. And you have to remember the powers that we're fighting are not human. They're powers of the darkness, okay? Powers of darkness. They're not of man. And they're not of Christ. So we have to be able to fight them. Now here's the question. How do we help Christ? How do we fight it? The way we fight it is by going to the Bible, reading forming a relation a true relationship with Christ which means building a relationship a one-on-one relationship with Christ each and every one of us people will say well i believe in god believing is not enough because even the demons believe we have to have a real relationship with god so that we understand him clearly so that we know Him clearly, so that we know what He wants, without question of a doubt. We need to stop living by the world, and we need to start living by the Spirit, which means walking a righteous road. And again, we have to do God's will and God's work and obey His laws. And His laws are very clear. Very, very clear. Ten Commandments, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not murder, okay? Respect your mother and your father, okay? Love love your wives, men, love your wives as Christ loved the church, which is we, people and wives respect your husbands which is very important and I'm not talking about like you know you're going to be a slave no I'm talking about respecting your husband with morality through morality teaching your children bringing them close to God and it's no longer just going to church every Sunday. That's that's nothing. I always ask people, how many times do you go to church? Oh, I go on Sundays. Well, you know, a lot of churches have services twice a week, sometimes three times a week. And when those other services occur, they're all about Bible study for us to understand the Scriptures. God tells us straight out that people who are arrogant and think they're above everybody else, and, you know, we need to pray for those people. Even the evil people, you know, we need to pray for them. We need to pray for those that are far from God, this thing not the church the church is not a building. We are the church. We are the church, His people. We are the church. And we have to get back to the basics of what we were taught when we were growing up. It's true that some of our parents have gone through brainwashing therapy. Because they went to college and these professors turned their minds upside down, okay? And they basically, they went away from the church. Our job as Christians is to bring them back into the fold. Bring, you know, bring them back to Christ. We're not talking about hitting them over the head with a bottle, no. You know, and say, hey, listen, no. What we have to do, we have to talk to them. Like a brother or like a sister. Talk to them. If they need food, we give them food. If they need water, we give them water. Okay? We want to treat people like God wants us to treat them. To be humble. To treat them kindly. Respect them. All the things that a person who's a Christian, one of God's children, would do. It's not about showing off and, you know, hey, hey, look at me, world. No. It's about living a righteous life, which means living by God's laws. Going out and teaching the word of God if we can. Some of us are gifted teachers, some of us were born to be preachers, some of us were born to be evangelists, whatever the case, but now is the time to turn this thing around. We are on borrowed time. We are on borrowed time, because what's going to happen is you're going to see a, big, a lot of turmoil, and then there'll be a lot of peace for about a thousand years. And then Satan will start playing his games again and destroy humanity. Now, for a lot of us older people like myself, I'm going to be 65 next month. You know, I've got, I say already, one foot in the grave and one foot out. But that's how I look at it. But I'm not afraid because I know God will be there for me. The whole way, he'll be there. And we need to share our love of God with other people. This is why, you know, people say, well, I like to go to church when there's nobody there. God doesn't say that. We're supposed to come together as a body of Christ. The children of Christ. Right now, there are only, there's only a remnant left of Christians that are true, true Christians you know, you can make mistakes doesn't mean that God isn't going to forgive you because if you go to him and you ask for forgiveness and you repent for what you did, he will listen to you. And he will ba- he will put you back into the family. You'll be back into the family of Christ. Jesus Christ, when we think about it, he was a he was a real warrior. Mm. excuse me oh boy because he died on that cross he took the stripes for us he took all that pain that suffering it was just horrible what Jesus Christ went through on that cross and before he was put on the cross he made the ultimate sacrifice God did something that very few people could ever do and that give the life of a son to give your son's life in order That we would be forgiven for our sins. But yet we didn't do that, did we? A lot of us didn't. So we have to remember that. You know, God sometimes talks to us in our hearts. We can actually hear him in our hearts and a lot of us can hear him audibly. But he does talk to if you ask him, he will come and talk to you. It's time for us to come back to God, to come back to the morals that God gave us. No cheating, You know, no stealing, no murdering. And if you think about it, the last year has been, I call it climactic, because it was what happened with uh, George um, Jim, who died out there. I sometimes forget his name. By the police officer. Yes, the police officer is in jail. He shouldn't have done what he did. We can't go along with that. But when you live a life away from God, you're going to think... Evil thoughts about another person, you want to see them suffer. That's exactly what he did to that gentleman. And we have to stop these anger, I call it um, attitudes, thoughts, words. We have to stop all that. We need to be Christ-like. If we're going to be Christians, we need to be Christ-like. We know we can't be Christ because it was only one God. One God and only one God. in the whole universe. One God. And the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Of Nazareth, who's our Lord and our Savior. God spoke always, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That means He will never abandon us. He's always there. He is always there. And if we just would open up our hearts, and souls really open up to the spirit of god which is the holy spirit the holy ghost if we would just open ourselves up to the holy ghost we would experience incredible incredible things and i can tell you that it's the only way to salvation because jesus said it the only way to my father is through me so we know we have to come to jesus christ in order to get to the father which needs to be forgiven for the our really horrible sins through christ through god And the Holy Spirit is real. He's in all of us. But we have to be able to access Him. And how do we access Him? Through meditation, when we're praying, or when we're reading Scripture, the Bible. We have to meditate and try to really, really, really understand the Word, the Scriptures. I haven't spoken in a long time, but I decided to speak today because I can tell you that God is there. If you reach for Him, He will never, ever walk away from you. He is right there. When I was really sick, and boy, they had me on antibiotics, all kinds of things, but Christ said, hey, forget about me, I'm here. So I prayed and I talked to God to heal me. And he has, he has healed me. And I'm thankful for the healing. I'm blessed by Christ. Presence in our lives. And for his healing. God can do everything. There's nothing that God cannot do. Anything we ask that comes from our heart and our soul, and we turn to Christ, he will do for us. We're not talking about physical things. Things that concern the spirit, us, his children. If we need something in life that we know is something that we really need because our life, we depend on that, we have to pray and explain it to him. while you're asking for that? for that help, for that blessing. It's important to know what you're asking for and how to ask for it and how to pray for it. This is what most people don't get is the fact that, you know, you just don't call God when, you know, your life is falling apart. I did that. That was a big mistake on my part. I went to the point where my life fell apart, but I know why. God wanted to teach me that I couldn't go on living the life I was living. So he pulled the rug out from under my feet and I came down to my knees and you know what? When that happened, I was blessed. I was blessed. I was beyond blessed that that happened because God started opening my eyes my eyes and my ears. Building your faith in God. Okay? Faith by hearing, not seeing. You get faith by hearing. So the whole thing is, we have to remember that when we're teaching our children, hey, you know, when you sit down at the dinner table, pray with your family. Thank God for the food you have in front of you. Which is something that some of us forget to do. Thank God for everything we have. The food in front of us. Clothes to wear. Money to buy clothes. A roof over our head. We have to thank Him. Little things that we might like say... You know? Nah. We need to be thankful for everything. Even when we know we're being persecuted, we're going through a hard time, thank God and say, Lord, thank you. Okay, thank you for refreshing me, for reminding me that I can't live without you, that my life without you is nothing, that I'm nobody without you. And that's how you have to face life. It's keeping that in your heart and your soul. It's not a thing of the mind. Heart and soul. That's where Christ exists. In our hearts and our souls. You have to remember that. You know, there are a lot of preachers out there. You know, they preach their way and, and whatnot. But I was fortunate enough to, uh, to land at a good church here in Florida. At Zephyr Hills, Florida. Which is just outside of Tampa. It's called The New Life. It's a blessed church. It's a church where spirit-filled, because you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit when you walk in the door. There's something so different about it. And the feeling is so powerful. You know, it's like, this, it's like the sky opened up and Christ came down. And that's what it is. We call it an open sky. And that's what God does. He provides an open sky to His children. So that we can receive his blessings. And that is so, so important. is to know that you have the Lord's blessings. And you have the anointment of the Holy Ghost. Some say the Holy Spirit. Some say the Holy Ghost. It's all the same. Okay? Of The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God. It's his spirit. And we all need to remember we're only here on earth. As this is like a training camp for us, we are not of this world. We are spirits. Okay? We will be spirits when we pass away, and that human flesh, that body, rots in the ground. Our souls, we travel. To God. We will have. New bodies. New lives. Just remember that. It will be a. A lot of people that I have met. And talked to. That. They were clinically. Dead. Clinically dead. And after a little time. They came back. And every one of them. Has spoken of the same things. What they saw, what they felt, what they experienced, they all talk about it. There isn't an inkling of difference with any of them. You know, there's a great rabbi, but he's a, he's a Messianic, he's a, it's called Messianic Rabbi, means he, he's a Christian rabbi. Okay? But he is a rabbi, and he teaches about Hebrews and Gentiles, and how we came into the fold with Christ. He's a really good preacher. People need some maybe some time to go on the Internet and find him, because he's really, really, really great. He talks about Scripture. He teaches Scripture, you know. And those are the things. You know, God... God gives everybody a gift. The gift of tongues, which comes from the Holy Spirit. The gift of teaching. The gift of preaching. Many different gifts. The gift of prophecy. Absolutely. There are prophets today. They... God talks to them. And they hear his voice. And everything they say. Or preached about. It has happened. They talked about it in the future. Then it started to happen. So there's an aspect of Christianity. That most people don't understand. Is getting baptized. Okay. As an adult in the waters, where we verbally say that we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior and we get baptized. That's the water baptism. Okay. Then there's a spiritual baptism that comes after, and that's accepting and feeling the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues speaking in tongues is some people don't understand but that's the language of the holy spirit that's the language of the holy spirit of god talking to us and we have to understand that this is real this is not fantasy This is not a show okay people go into say a pentecostal church like the one i attend and they hear this, and they freak out because they've never seen it. Now a lot of people, even though they're Christians, you know they don't they don't uh, live a Christian life like they should. They say they're Christian, but they are not born again. you know the Bible one of the apostles said, Well, Lord, I mean, how how can I go back inside the womb of my mother? He said, no. Born again means you died like Christ. And then you were born again in Christ, spiritually, the Holy Spirit. And this is very, very, very real. And unless you've experienced It's hard to understand. Believe me. When I was not a Christian, I didn't understand it. You know? I used to, I went to a Catholic school, went to a Catholic church, married in the Catholic church, all this stuff. But I never felt the presence of God. I never felt the presence of God in my life. I accepted Christ. In 2019, and I'm thankful that I accepted him. I'm thankful that he saved me. I'm thankful to the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit came and baptized me in, in, with God's love. There's so much we need to understand. We're on this earth as a passing. This is as a journey. <clears throat> this is not our last stop. Our last stop. Is we. When we are in the heavens. With our Lord and Savior. And we see him. And. And. Everyone that has gone through a life and death situation has told me what they experienced. It was just, it was just phenomenal. You know, just phenomenal. I don't think any one of us wants to go to the pit of hell. We all want to be with God, we all want to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We all want to have our names written in the book of life. Wide is the road to destruction. Narrow is the road to salvation, to walk that walk with God, to live that life with God and we're down when we're down here still to do our part as Christians to do our part as Christians if you think about it the disciples they were just fishermen and God picked the humblest men to be his disciples his apostles. Excuse me. Whoops. And uh, we have to remember that. Being a Christian is not easy. It's not. Living a Christian life is not easy. The enemy will come for you. He will try to attack you, try to destroy you Completely. Try to take you away from Christ. But he can't win. Once you're a child of God. And you know that you've. Kind of drifted away a little bit. You ask for that forgiveness. And you ask. For God to come back. To anoint you. To help you. And the Holy Spirit. To anoint you again. This is so. So important and real. I'm not on here talking to, you know, ask for money at the end. No, I don't do none of that. I'm a brother in Christ. But I like to share what God has put in me to share with all of you. This is not a time to give up. You see all these bad things happening in our country say oh well you know no we can't say that we can't do that the only way to save our nation and the only way other nations can be saved is by turning back to Christ turning back to Christ completely humble ourselves God, when God chose the apostles, he didn't choose rich men. He chose the most humble men that he could find. Blessed are the poor, uh, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit heaven. Everything that goes down here on earth, Don't live for earth, for the worldly things. Don't wish for the worldly things. God will give you what you need. He will take care of you. Just remember, He was from the beginning and always will be. That's the important thing. God, is, God has never changed. He will always be the same. Today, tomorrow, to eternity. He will always be the same. Now, if you look at the people in the Old Testament, the prophets, when God spoke to them, they listened, and they. They feared God spiritually. In other words, they knew that if they were doing something morally wrong, corrupt, evil, that they would suffer. They would actually suffer very much. So we need to know that. We need to remember that. God didn't come to earth to punish us. He came to earth to save us from sin. That's what he did. He came to earth to teach us, to save us from sin. He's a forgiving God. He's a gentle God. There's a lot of people who get frustrated. Something happens and say, well, where's God? He's there. You just have to go to Him in a certain, certain way. You have to speak to Him in a certain way. You just don't ask for God's blessings when, I say, the walls are crumbling in. You should go to God every day. Spend an hour or maybe an hour and a half or two hours talk to Him. God is our best friend. And that's what I try to tell everyone. God is your best friend, your companion, your redeemer, your savior. God is everything. I know that without God in my life, I'm nothing. I am nothing. And that is true. I am nothing. And when we feel that we're losing hope, we should always come to him. He's there. Go to Christ and talk to him. Tell him what you're going through. Explain to him. Ask him for his anointing. Ask him for blessings in your life. He'll listen to you. If you come to him, And with faith, with love, with confidence, with trust, all the things that we have to do is this, is trust in God, believe in God, know God. Every day build our relationship with God more and more and more. I'm not some crazy old man. I'm 65, but I'm not crazy. I'm just telling you what God can do to your life because I know. I went through some very, very hard times and the only one who saved me was God. The only one who saved me was God. He came into my life, took me by the hand and he said, hey, I got you. As we say in the middle of the day, I got your six means, you know, I got your back. So God is there. And all we have to do is talk to him. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Not just in your mind, but say it. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I, and I believe that he died on the cross and rose after three days and went to heaven. That's what we have to do. Believe in the Father. Believe in Jesus Christ. He will never walk away from you. Never. Well, I think I've spoken a lot today because, you know, the one thing we know that can save all of us is our relationship and our faith and our trust in God. If we have those things in us, we we have to understand that Christ will be there. But don't walk away from him. I've done it a couple of times. I've walked away And I'm telling you, my life started falling apart. And I said, no, I know that Christ is there. I can go back to him and ask him for forgiveness. That's exactly what I did. I'm not a perfect being, far from it, far from perfection. But what I do know is that if I go to God, he'll forgive me for my sins. He'll erase them every time if I ask for forgiveness, and if I truly repent with heart and soul. That's what we have to do. Well, listen, this is it for me right now tonight. And I'll be reaching out to to a lot of you guys later on. And uh, just know that we're not alone in this world. Christ is with us. Always. That's what we have to have in our hearts and our souls. And even our minds in some ways, yes. But heart and soul, we have to really have Christ in us. That's what we have to remember. If if the world needed Christ, they really need Christ now. It's not time to backslide, it's time to move forward. It's time to put on the suit of armor of God and be his soldiers and carry his message. And tell it to as many people as you can. Not arrogantly, but with humility. With love, with kindness, with curiousness. That's what we have to do. My brothers and sisters in Christ, may God bless you and keep you. May God anoint you. Anoint your lives, anoint your marriages, your children. May God bless all of you. And may the Holy Spirit anoint all your families and all your friends that you hold near and dear. Pray for people. Because most of them can't pray for themselves. So it's our responsibility to Christ to be able to teach them how to call for God. So again, God bless all of you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good day, everyone.